This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. I am your host of everything sport, international and local. Hope you're having a blessed weekend and having a fantastic day. Coming up on the show today, Millie Chandarana is on the show. The footballer from Blackburn Rovers Ladies, who's in the English Women's Championship, is going to be on the show again. She's been in, in the Italian League. She's been all over doing some fantastic things. She represents a lot in the women's community and also is setting a trail for a lot of aspiring young athletes from where she's from to fulfill her boots. And that is going to be huge because... I used to work with Millie myself very, very briefly and shortly. I had the, the uh, blessings of actually being on the sideline with her coach, helping her team out. And today, I'm going to dive in and see how amazing she's done since then and also what direction she's heading at. She's also the founder of Mad Mentoring Business and also the co-host on the Beautiful Mind Game podcast. So stay tuned for more on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. I'm your host, cover everything sport, international and local. Listen, we talk about international, we talk about local stars. I'm really, really happy to have this guest on because I happened to see her on the pitch live. Happened to be on the sideline with her coach live. And now she's live on the Halftime Show. Millie Chandarana, welcome to the show. Hey Omar, uh, thank you <laughs> for that introduction. <laughs> it's great speaking with you again. Oh, it's it's lovely speaking to you too. I must say, since I saw you in the UAE, since I saw you playing for Leone, um, I'm so proud of everything you've achieved, and I can't wait for the listeners to hear more about your journey. And and on segment one, we're talking about your journey. Did it start? I think when you were age eight. Not sure. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, I was around. To be honest, I've been involved in football my whole life. Mm. My family loves football, loves it. And I think I was around eight when I first went to my first girls team, my local team. Yeah. Before that, I'll tell you a little story. I did trial for my primary school team. Okay. Um, and they were all boys. And there was no girls before that. There was no girls playing in the school mm -hmm. team. So we went to trial for this team. I think I was about six or seven at the time. Mm. And then after that trial, the coach said to me, oh, maybe not this year, but there is a local girls team um, which you can go to. So we went, we went training. And after a year, I tell you what, that boys team at primary school, they took every single girl that went training. They took us back straight away. Nice. And we were the main point of that, that team. And that's where it came from, really. Fantastic. Just shows you, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And it's come a long way since. And what's really nice about your story is your roots, where you're from. The accent doesn't give it away either. <laughs> You've got an accent. Tell, tell the listeners, where are you from? And obviously, why it's important, obviously, for the aspiring athletes to kind of follow your footsteps. So I'm from Manchester mm -hmm. um, in England. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I've always been involved in football. After that, I went to the academy. So I did play for Manchester United Academy. Mm -hmm. um, after that, I went to Blackburn Rovers Academy. And I think for athletes around the world, it's so important that you start to play. Like, never mind all these academies and, and going through um, the stages, the progression. The mm -hmm. first thing is to play, to play football, right? Or whatever sport you like just go and play your sport 
and then you can start to progress. But you've got to have that in you. You've got to want to play and then progress after that. Mm, absolutely. And the name. Now the name, the surname, Chandar- Chandarana, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Where's that from? <laughs> so I am of, I'm half Gujarati mm-hmm. and I'm half white English. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, half of my family is from um, Gujarat originally. However, my father, my grandparents were born in Africa, in Uganda and Kenya. Nice. They came over to, yeah, they came over to Britain. Uh, my dad was around 10 years old. And so he's had to work really hard. The whole family's had to work really hard. And now, you know what? He's fantastic. Like, yeah. what do we, he's become so great in his life. Yeah. Um, and he's had a great life in Britain. Yeah. And yeah, I'm a massive advocate of all the South Asian community, really, trying to be involved as much as possible in and around sport. I know there's so many people here in Britain and I know over in the UAE, there's so many people involved in sport from all different backgrounds. It's great to see. Yeah, and why it's important for me to have yourself on the show is because there's aspiring athletes that wanna get into it, that wanna get involved with the communities that maybe at one point and more during kind of like my time when I was playing, face challenges getting into it socially being able to participate just be a normal person within the crowd how has that kind of shaped you to the person that you are to become the athlete you've been definitely i think it's a great question i think there's so many different aspects of like socially personality wise and honestly for me personally i'm not the most confident person in the world But it shows that you don't need to be. You just need to have that passion. Like I said, that passion to go and play sport. And if you have that, you go and play and you develop massively from it. Sport has so many benefits. It's helped me to work together in a team with all different kinds of people. It's helped me to talk about what I'm passionate about. It's helped me to kind of, you know, all these things like problem solving, even just to come out of your shell a little bit. Mm-hmm. Football's really helped me from being such a young age to now playing professionally. Like, the journey I've been on with sport, with football, is incredible. Mm, absolutely. And it's a form of expression as well. Do you feel like you use sport as a form of escapism to kind of express yourself? Um, you know, it's difficult for me to say because sport and football is basically what I do every Mm. single day. Mm. So whether I escape every single day, it's just something that is there. Like, yeah, and it's a great way to put it, to be honest, you express yourself with it. Mm -hmm. And I can't, honestly, I can't imagine my life without it. I know a lot of people say like, football's my life, sport's my life, but I can't imagine my life without it in this moment in time. If that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Right. If you thought that was good, coming up next, we're talking to Millie Chandarana about her journey and also where she's at now. Blackburn Rovers. Wowzers. Syria. Oh, my God. Stay tuned for more on The Only Place to Be at 3, the halftime show on Pulse 95.
This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Salam and welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. If you're kicking yourself for missing the show, don't worry, you can catch all of our episodes on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud if you like a podcast, or head over to the YouTube channel Pulse95 Radio. And we've got some fantastic guests covering some really important topics from mental health to gut health and how important the brain is on performance and recovery. My cat's actually trying to get out of the room as well. There she's there. So anyway, <laughs> for you guys who are tuned in and you're wondering who's on the show, Millie Chandarana's on the show. Someone I had the privilege of seeing grow and she's shining all over the world right now. Millie, I got to dive straight into it. You're at Blackburn Rovers now. That's massive. How has that experience, uh, have you settled in? I know it's been a while now. I know things have kind of, um, you've had to adapt since COVID. How has it been being at Blackburn Rovers? You know what? It's, great like and I'm not just saying that to be a, a great team such a prestigious club in England is mm. phenomenal I was actually at their academy for four years um, growing up and to rejoin them after six years away you know what it's great because there's a lot of familiar faces as well there and I have loved it we compete in the second league of England mm. and I tell you what from where the second league was four years ago maybe even three years ago to now it's a completely different level mm. like the level is enormous the second league of England the level is enormous we compete against the likes of Liverpool Watford Crystal Palace oh. and all these girls from around Britain from around the world now mm. they're pulling in people in the second league of England from around the world and it's just incredible to have had the chance to play in this league because I thought maybe it's too late. I thought maybe, you know what, England football, English football is progressing that dramatically. Yeah. It's difficult, even in the third league of England now, teams are becoming professional yeah. in the women's game. Now that was unheard of mm. five years ago. It was completely unheard of. So it's incredible to be in the thick of it, really. Yeah, and when I hear, when I hear you say that, I think of footballers who probably were told they couldn't make it early on you know, your Ian Wrights, your Jamie Vardy's, that a lot of people said, nah, no chance, they're not going to make it. And, and look where they've come. And I think what I see here is a common pattern with yourself that you're, you're showing that, listen, if you look after yourself, if you stay in the right shape, if you stay in the right frame of mind, that you can make it to these teams. Yeah, definitely, 100%. And I think that um, with myself, that did happen. There was a point during my career when I thought, oh, maybe I can't make it, maybe I'm going to slip out of it a little bit. Mm -hmm. But it took about a year, one year, two years for me to really change my mindset and commit to the professionalism. Now, I wasn't professional during that time, but I committed to being a professional within myself. Mm -hmm. And then this was the final year I was in university. Um, I committed to that professionalism every single day, even though I wasn't at yeah. all. And then after that year ended, I did get that professional deal over in Italy. So it just goes to show if you're committed to it and you put the work in, 100% something good will come out of it. Absolutely amazing. Being in an environment like Loughborough and the reputation that it carries around the world, does that help shape your mindset as well in terms of staying professional even when you're in different environments? It's a funny one, really. Um, it's a great question. It's a funny one. Loughborough is amazing. It is the best place in the world for sport, yeah. like a fact. 
Yeah. And, you know, you're around athletes every single day. You see someone walking into the uni, they could be a GB athlete, they could be a runner, they could be... A boxer. A boxer. Mm. Could be anything, could be literally anyone. And not only that, you see high-profiled athletes walking around as well. So, of course, it helps you to stay in that mindset. Mm. But I think that it's so important for you to do that as well because at, at a place like Loughborough, because you are surrounded by so many high-profile people, so many elite athletes, mm. you've got to kind of stay switched on yourself. Mm -hmm. Can um, it be overwhelming? Kind of match that. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, mm. definitely it can be overwhelming. Right. Definitely. And I think that for women's football as well at Loughborough, it's only just starting to grow. Right. It's only just starting to grow. And I'll, I'd like to see where it goes in the next five years or so. Like, I'm really future, excited for future it. coach of Loughborough, just throwing it out there. <laughs> future manager, England manager, Millie. <laughs> starting to manifest it. I like the sound of that. Yeah, yeah. In, in, in Division 2, you know, you never know in a couple of years' time. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's great. And I, um, I kind of, I was looking at your things you've done and just the names you know you see Loughborough you see Blackburn you know you see all these things where, where what direction are you going at now have you kind of because you're someone that comes across in terms of being intuitive um, manifesting thoughts manifesting beliefs staying focused do you do you put it on a vision board do you put it on paper do you put it on the computer how, how do you kind of channel that you know, it's funny really because you would think that I had something I was aiming towards. Now, let's take football. Of course, every single day of my life, I'm aiming towards being better with football. And that is my priority at this moment in time. That's what I want to pursue. That's what I want to excel, excel in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I think that everything else behind it, every all of my other hobbies, I'm just trying different things out at the minute. Like, who knows where you can go. If you're good at something, try it out. Yeah. And it might work, it might not. There's a lot of times, even this year, I've tried something earlier in the year and it didn't quite work out. I thought, maybe I'll be interested in that and it didn't quite work out. Mm -hmm. And now I'm developing other interests, other passions. Um, and yeah, we'll see. Like, I'm, I'm going to try and explore as much as I can mm -hmm. and then try and channel it later in life I think now is the time to just explore have that one thing you want to go at and then see where it takes you absolutely right talking about something you want to have a go at we've got the fire round coming up next <laughs> <laughs> I've had all sorts of footballers coaches fires boxers musicians on this fire round so are you ready for this got a lot to live up to <laughs> <laughs> stay tuned for more on the only place to be at three the halftime show on Pulse 95 this is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. Mini Chandarana is on the show today and we're about to put her through the fire round. Right, Millie. Okay, are you ready? Yes, we'll give it a go. <laughs> All right, great. So I'm going to throw anything your way in terms of topics, opinions. You tell me whatever you think of it. Could be a word, could be a sentence, and we're going to just go through it and have some fun with it. Here we go. The Fire Round with Millie Chandarana. Favorite cheat meal? Oh, cheat meal. Um, salmon. Favorite cheat meal? 
god, what do you eat, what do you eat normally? <laughs> to be fair, that's my favorite meal. My, my answer is always salmon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, favorite footballer? Oh, favorite footballer, uh, De Bruyne. Oh, good choice. Favorite coach? Oh, Omar Valdori. Hey, good answer. <laughs> Why did a chicken cross the road? Um, couldn't see where it's going. If you could sit on a table with any three people who are not athletes, who would it be? Oh, do they have to be living? No. Oh. Uh, Martin Luther King, mm. Muhammad Ali, Ooh. and Whitney Houston. Mm. Okay, I can see the soundtrack already. Um, okay, Syria <laughs> or Premiership? Say it again. Syria or Premiership? Premiership. Uh, best player you've ever played with? Oh, best player I've ever played with. Kira Walsh. Who will you be supporting at the World Cup? Oh, England. All right. Slash Messi. Italy. Oh, okay. Okay, nice. Messi or Cristiano? Messi. Pele or Maradona? Pele. Song you put on to get ready for football? Oh, Tell Me Something Good by Ewan McVicker. Okay. If you could have any guest on your podcast, who would it be? Oh, I would say in this moment in time, mm -hmm. Gorinda Chada, nice. the producer and director of Bend It Like Beckham. Nice, very nice. I like that. Uh, Leone. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, I can yeah. hear you. Leone FC. Yes. throwing her on the spot here you are <laughs> champions of Dubai I like that okay Nike or Adidas Nike mental health awareness nice uh, how do you reset meditation great word uh, premiership or champions league Oh, yep. Champions League. Grapefruit juice. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Still have done my homework. Um, ice baths. Oh, don't like them. <laughs> Favorite book. Oh, um, it's a strange one. Um, one by Joe Dispenza. Okay. It's called Becoming Supernatural. Nice. Very nice. You got a five-a-side team. You're one of the players. Pick any four players anywhere around the world. Go. Um, Messi. De Bruyne. Um, Edison. Ooh, one more. <laughs> and Oh, the pressure. It's coming. I would say in this moment in time, Lauren Hemp. Oh, good choice. That's a good mix, that is. Nice mix. Yeah. Uh, okay. Role model. Um, Celebrity. Anyone. 
my role model would be my granddad. Nice. Very nice. Okay. Um, the team you wish you could play for. Oh. Um, Real Madrid. Mm. I'm going to change it, actually. Go Barcelona. On. Oh, what? Oh, scandal. Scandal on the Barcelona. Half Time Show. She's <laughs> shirts already. Oh, my God. This is going viral. I can see it now. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, your experience on the Half Time Show. Brilliant. Amazing. So much fun, actually. We're going to take a quick break. I swear I didn't pay her. Take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. Don't go anywhere, folks. See you in a bit. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Salam and welcome back to the Halftime Show. It's almost full time on the Halftime Show. And what a show it's been. The fire round is going to be controversy all over. If you haven't seen it, make sure you check out the YouTube Pulse95 Radio. We flipped shirts. We flipped shirts, Millie. Oh my God, Millie. I'm going to get in trouble for that. <laughs> um, Millie, before I let you go, where can the listeners and followers follow you? Um, so you can follow me on my Instagram at Millie Chand. Uh, you can follow me on my other Instagram, my business Instagram, which is at the Mad Mentor. Mm. Um, and you can also follow me on Twitter at Millie Chans as yeah. well. I also do host my own podcast, co-host my own podcast mm-hmm. called the Beautiful Mind Game Podcast. It's a new upcoming project what I am trying to, what we are trying to pursue really. Mm -hmm. And it's about getting as many people who are extraordinary, extraordinary, but a little bit under the radar. We're Mm -hmm. trying to help voice those brilliant people of our our country, of our world, let's Mm -hmm. say. We're just trying to get all those brilliant people on. So watch this space. It's a great, upcoming project the beautiful mind game podcast fantastic fantastic thank you so much for coming on the show by the way i listened to a couple of those episodes you and ham's are really good man mm-hmm. I, li- I like the balance of that really really nice imposter syndrome as well really interesting really like that one yeah um, thank you very much millie for taking the time out i know you got training i know you got work and you got so many things really appreciate you coming uh onto the show and hopefully when you come to the uae we'll have you in the studio as well yeah fantastic thank you so much brilliant thank you omar and that is it. That is full time on the halftime show. Remember, you can click on the show, Pulse 95 Radio. You can catch Millie. The whole interview is going to be live on the Pulse 95 Radio YouTube channel. Check it out, guys. Show some love and like and subscribe and all that good stuff. Me and Millie are signing out. Take care and have a fantastic day. See you guys. If you liked this episode of the halftime show, drop a like and subscribe. 95. Be sure to follow us on Instagram for all our daily updates and top stories. Bye-bye.